This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take on me. Take me. I'll be in a day or two. Hello and welcome to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. So, okay, y'all, I have to be, I feel like this is a safe space. Um, (laughs) I feel like, and I love this Canadian. He's not on my top five Canadian bacon folks, Um, but he's very there. And I'm somebody who I... I'm waiting for someone to prove me wrong because y'all haven't proved me wrong yet. Ryan Reynolds did a movie called Van Wilder. And ever since then, every time he's in a movie, all I think about is Van Wilder is in Van Wilder was Green Lantern. Van Wilder was like a vampire hunter in Blade Trinity. Van Wilder <laughs> um, was Deadpool. That's part <laughs> of the reason why I, I did not go see the first Deadpool in the movie theater. I just didn't. I was like, nope, because all I see is Van Wilder. I live in my truth, okay, you guys? That doesn't mean I dislike Ryan Reynolds because I don't. I think he's very charming, sweet Canadian man who plays literally the same person in every fucking movie. Or just Van Wilder in every movie. But this unplugged version of Take On Me and Deadpool has me in a chokehold, one, because I'm old enough to remember watching said video, and two... I actually kind of just like the it fit in the movie. Um, so yeah, there's no way I could have like a blurdy comic book discussion without one of my favorite blurdy comic book dudes. He's one of my niggas. I fuck with him the long way. I have damn it, Wade. old man Wade from the old man Wade show. Wade, how art thou? I'll be good in a day or two. <laughs> that uh, nailed it. 
<laughs> you know, I was sitting there trying my best not to fucking sing along with you, but I was just like, all right, let me, let me like, nope, don't say anything. Wait till it comes on. Yeah, Take I was say, like, who is worse? You not worse because I think it, I have no problem doing it if it's between you and Taria. Because Taria be like, she be sitting there like she be on camera, she be body rolling. I'm like, let me tell you something. When the local <laughs> minute switches to video, please know. You gonna be? It's gonna be like li- it's gonna be like a living color, and it's gonna be just a video showing Taria like dancing every two seconds. Like why you keep showing her? She's a black girl of Boca Minutes. So I'm like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Okay. She, and I would say she's a Jennifer Lopez. She not. She that black girl with the short hair whose name I can't remember from a living color. I will find out the name. Wade, thank you so much for joining me today. So you guys. We are going to get back in the character corner, but we're taking like a little brief, like little hiatus. Not really. We're not taking a hiatus because we're still talking about comic books. We're going to discuss, um, you know, our our friends, you know, that one buddy, our cousin's friend. So that Mm -hmm. is the DCEU. So Shazam! Shazam! Uh, Fury of the Gods came out. Um, I did go see it the opening weekend. Wade is waiting. Um, <laughs> Wade is waiting. Wade is waiting. <laughs> Wait, that is the show title. Wade is waiting. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I went to go see it. Shout out to my brother. That is my brother has become my movie buddy. That is my movie buddy. So you know that's his official title. My sister's movie buddy, a.k.a. Steven, my brother. Um, so we went to go see Shazam. Here's the thing. He didn't really, yeah, Shazam does not blow up his skirt. Shazam kind of blew up my skirt because it threw me off about how much I enjoyed it. For me, it reminded me, and that's the thing, because you're a comic book reader, this probably may make sense or may not make sense. How I felt about leaving Shazam is how I felt leaving Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I had no idea who any of them were. Shazam, oh. I wasn't familiar with either. I was like, I can't do this. Does that make sense or is that weird? It totally makes sense. Like, this is one of the beauties about comic book movies. It's people who have who know nothing about them, they start to learn about these characters and then it starts a dialogue like who was this character in the comic books? And like mm-hmm. everyone knows the Batmans, the Superman, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman. We know who they are. But like who the hell cares about a dude named Shazam? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Oh. Right. So I completely understand. Like, who like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, it was funny when um the dude goes, Who? Because no one knew who Star Lord was. Yeah. I went because I had friends that I used to work with in college. They are huge Marvel fans, like huge comic book fans. They knew who they were, and then she go, "You want to come?" And I was like, "What's the Guardians of the Galaxy?" It's like, "No, you should come. It's great." And they tried, like, I swear they were speaking Mandarin when they were talking to me about this. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm just gonna go because all my all my peoples is going with me." It was like, "I'm going with the peoples because it was a group. We would always go see Marvel movies together." So yeah. it's like that's the only reason why I went. I'm like, "You're talking about something." I'm like, "Oh," and at the time. Chris Pratt wasn't doing a lot of talking, so I liked looking at his very muscular body. Now it's like, even with a paper bag, dog. No. <laughs> Zach Zachary Levi is still on that. He's on the paper bag list. I would literally have to maybe put like a ball gag in your mouth and cover your face and then still use your very tall body 
as a sex toy. So, so he strikes me as somebody who definitely likes like the idea of a like of a like like a ball gag. I could totally see him. You see, uh, he really reminds me of the Players Club. He looks like that white guy. If I was Ronnie, he'd be walking in like bend me over, like say it loud. And it's like, we want my pat on. He say he's black. I'm black and I'm proud. I swear, I would have him sounding off for three hours. I could totally see. He that. he looks like he's got that kind of kink. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Very weird. Um, yeah. So he wasn't impressed by Shazam. I saw the second Shazam. Now I like Shazam because I like the characters. I also read the um the reviews and I also agreed. That's the detriment of DCEU. Because I think my brother asked me the question and it was just like, he's like, what he's like, I liked it. He's like, what do you think? And I was just like, no, I kind of liked it. We also talked a little bit about Black Adam. And I was like, this is the fallacy of DCEU movies. <clears throat> the cast is never the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not the problem. Because for Black Adam, as much as I'm like, yeah, girl, this is your passion project. I would have literally put this in a journal and told nobody. Um, why are you in this movie? Because the check is nice, bitch. That's why when I tell you, when I tell you, I'd be like, oh, I ain't saying a damn thing. The check is nice. Okay? I'm not going to say, I've wanted to play Black Adam for 10 years. No. Shut up. Because then it became... The, the problem when you have like you bring in big stars to DCEU and I've noticed this, if the movie isn't good, it's their fault. And I'm like, well, okay, so no, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not their fault. I'm like, yeah, because even with Shazam, on paper, this movie should be spectacular. Yep. It was fun because I just liked the movie. But um, yeah, choices were made. I'd also like to say this: like, I I think that people also have this idea that a like a movie just can't be fun. Mm-hmm. But, but well, uh, particularly a comic book movie. Correct. So, <clears throat> like, not everything is going to be like Captain America or. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the, or Guardians of the Galaxy or hell, even Deadpool, where you have these moments where it's mm-hmm. more than just fun, where you hit these like sentimental moments. Right. Sometimes a movie can just be fun. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I think that so, it, that's okay. Like the first Shazam, it wasn't deep, but it was fun. It had a correct. Yes. And, and to your point about the performers in the movie, it's not. Sometimes, yes, sometimes it is their fault if the movie's bad. But for the most part, a, an actor can only do but so much. Right. Like, we've seen... Um, all right, I'll give you an example of a show, Why Women mm-hmm. Kill. First first one that popped in my head. In, oh. uh, because Lucy Liu is in the second Shazam. Mm-hmm. Lucy Liu is usually phenomenal in everything I see her. Mm, okay. And Why Women Kill was one of the best shows I've seen. Mm. Now, there were, it was a top tier, like, masterclass in acting. I recommend everyone watch season one of Why Women Kill. Mm. If that wasn't good, it would be because of the performance, because the script was just, because the script was there. Mm -hmm. 
with a movie like Shazam, where you have a lot of the stuff that's laid out, if it's well performed, then it's obviously not the actor's fault. Yeah, because I think that's the other thing about the comic book movies. You can't, you, this is not the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. You're not waiting for somebody to write it. It's already there. You can just choose what path you want to take. Because yeah. it's there. You have, literally, you have a lots of years of scripts that you can use in mold. Mm-hmm. And it's there. So it's, this is how I felt about, because I think when I was thinking about the DCEU movies, because I feel like I have to say it like this, when I think about the better movies, it was Shazam, because it just threw me off. It's like, because it's just fun. It's like, it don't have to be this big old thing. Zachary Levi was hell bent. I'm sorry. Zachary Pugh was hell bent on actually saying, I am just, I am a guy who gets to pretend I'm a kid being a superhero. He sold that so good because literally that is what Shazam is. So it's like you sold it. And then um, he started talking more. Um, <laughs> Zachary, shut up. Shut up. You are a dumb hoe. Shut, give me my Kenya Moore on megaphone. You are a dumb hoe. Shut up. You a stupid hoe. You a stupid, stupid hoe. <laughs> like, and the thing about it is, it's like we could sit here because it's so easy. So this is why I'm sitting here saying it's so easy to say people not going out to see the second Shazam was about Zachary Levi and his re- his little need not to shut the fuck up is the reason why people didn't want to go see Shazam. And it couldn't possibly be that. Um, hey, hi. COVID is still going on and oh hey hi y'all bumped this movie back four months because of that blue Christopher Columbus movie This <laughs> that's the thing DCEU hey hi hello one two punch at the movie theater should have been Black Adam and then Shazam one after another it's like y'all could have done that but also there was no tie between those two and you know Zachary Levi is literally leaning to let's blame the rock on that because he didn't want it I'm sorry is he producer on this movie y'all made a choice y'all also made a choice in Shazam for a tie-in and I'm like part of me is like sure another part is like sure (laughs) I guess um but yeah this is not a Shazam review because um Wade has not seen the movie. We might be doing a Shazam review once he sees it. Right. That shit ain't gonna happen till like till um HBO Max. I'm not rushing out in the theaters to go see that shit. You heard it here first, y'all. So when it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rushing to go see that shit. I um, excuse even, me. I'm gonna see Batman and I like that franchise. The bad part, I did so I was trying to think of the other movie I went to go see it with my brother. It was Ant-Man. Um I kind of adore Paul Rudd. I don't know what it is. I'm like, I just want to squeeze him in my bosom. And then do other stuff. Um, he's adorable. He is so, and he, and it's like he is believable. I think that's the other fallacy of DCEU. The people that they make superheroes at Marvel, they're very believable. Paul Rudd reads Ant Man. Tom Holland reads Spider Man. Chris Evans damn sure reads Captain America. Robert Downey Jr., my favorite ex crackhead reads tony stark i don't know what it is about these people y'all have not sold me totally on um the hulk 
Mark Ruffalo, I did enjoy him, but also I kind of enjoyed Ed Norton. It was like, I, the folks that have been a Hulk, I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see any of these people being a Hulk. DCU does not totally sell me on a lot of people. Zachary Levi, a little bit of Shazam, sure. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman, maybe. Ben Affleck is Batman. Y'all have lost your minds. God, you know how I feel about that. So it's I... like, l- listen here, Yawn Fleck. I'm like, I'm not doing. You know what? Can y'all send him to Dunkin' Donuts? I would believe him as a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through cashier before I believe him as Batman. Yeah, I said it. And Batfleck fans do not come after me unless you're going to send me Dunkin' Donuts gift cards. I'll come after me. Card. I'll send you a gift card. He's hands down my favorite. He's my favorite live-action Batman. Is he really? He really is. See how see how it is, y'all. See how I am. Mine is um is in the new Flash movie that I'm not going to go see. I said <laughs> that shit. Yeah, um, I'm like, I'm sorry. It's I love Michael Keaton. I loved him. I love him as Batman. I should on paper loved Val Kilmer as Batman, but it's like, girl, no. Oh, George Clooney. I, and the bad part about it is it's like by default it should be George Clooney and it's not. <laughs> yeah, I love me some George Clooney and that I, I will watch I tell people all the time, I will watch Batman and Robin at least once a year. That movie cracks me the fuck up. It's so good. <laughs> it's like as much as George Clooney don't talk about the fact that he was a superhero in Batman, it's and I know people are like, Batman's not a superhero. That means that means Iron Man's not one either, because he's just a rich, rich white dude too, with a big old brain. <laughs> yeah. I was reading this um this is comic book called Powers, mm. where a where the writer brings up the point that maybe like when you get to a certain level of intelligence that it is a superpower. Mm. Okay. So I'm not I like, like I'll never argue the um like who is and isn't a superhero thing because honestly, like it's like it's apples and oranges. Does it really? You're right because it's like, I mean, we're doing this. It's like break Green Lantern's um, hand, break break a finger and take his ring. Is he a superhero still? No. no. He is. So like, <laughs> it, like it depends on what it is. Like it's you know. So. Wade is joining me to talk about the 10 biggest problems with DCEU. So this is coming from um, CBR.com. And I was like, oh, I feel so seen. Um, So (laughs) the title of the article is 10 biggest problems with the DCEU, according to critics and Stephanie and old man Wade. See how that is? Also, sidebar, um, I believe Henry Cavill is Superman because I was probably one of the ten people who liked Man of Steel. Um, shit, so am I. That movie, I thought it was actually one of the best um, projects they did in um, DC. Yeah, so it was like I kind of was like, I was like, wait, y'all didn't like Henry Cavill's snacky ass as um, Superman? I mean, I was just like, I no, you know, I mean, he's no dude, Brandon from you know Superman Returns. Which girl, what? Keep it. It's like, uh, no, it's like, mm. but I like Man of Steel. Okay, so it's going from, I guess, 10 reasons. So we're going to start at 10 because it's in reserves order. Some DCEU plots are dull. Mm-hmm. I think the word they were looking for was, um, <clears throat> so this is, 
Many critics have complained that DCEU movies focus on plots that aren't developed or captivating. The stories are often considered too predictable or in some cases poorly constructed. This critique has become less common in the DC as the DCEU has grown, but it still remains an issue. Many of the comic book movies have noticeable plot holes that detract from the quality of the story. For example, the DCEU never explains how Aquaman knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. If the writers can sufficiently address those issues in upcoming films, it will be easier to develop more satisfying plots. So, okay, go ahead. Because I was going to say something mean. Um, um, I may say something mean. I don't know. Um, I... First off, let me just say I just love that she's writing an article. She's reading an article for my competition. Um, what? <laughs> I love how you did like, not even tell me this. <laughs> it did not really come. I don't. There's no competition. Like they do their thing, I do mine. Like I do. Mm-hmm. Like comic book site I write for is completely different from theirs. But they get a lot of scoops, so I I actually have to go to their site fairly often. But anyway, one of the issues I have with some of the critique that just happened is the way people talk about comic book movies as if. A comic book movie isn't just a movie where characters just happen to be well known. So, mm. so sometimes we don't necessarily need to know why someone knows something. Sometimes it's just a thing. So, in the ter- in terms of uh, the Batman Aquaman thing, I didn't really think that was that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It, if it was like, like let's say, the Flash knew who Superman was. Mm-hmm. That's a little different because it's like, you know, it's like Superman's identity is like incredibly like well hidden. Like I feel like everybody knows who the fuck Batman is. Right. So I don't really think that was that big of deal big of a deal. Mm. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but... that was super random what they're pointing out. I was like, um I was like, I feel like it's kind of like Superman and Clark Kent. I was like, take off your glasses. Oh my God, are you Superman? <laughs> That's how it feels. So the thing about it is, is like, I think my caveat to this is that it's not that the plots are, are dull. <clears throat> There's too many in one movie and y'all don't, you don't stick the landing on one of them. It's like, uh, you got, like for Aquaman, it was like, I got, like, I'm sorry, we got one plot here and then another plot there and you got 17 Billinger introducing in one movie. I'm like, I'm sorry, can we pick up? I'm like, y'all could have did this in the second one. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. And thing, Shazam also feels like that, but Shazam, the second one, had a little bit too many plot holes, but also several simultaneous plots and y'all don't stick the landing. I'm like, baby, I need y'all to pick one plot and stick the landing. That's the issue because it, it was the issue with WW84, which by the way, I want to know when we're getting together our class action lawsuit for the waste of my time that was two and a half hours. I want to know where our class action, I want my time back, okay? I can never give this time back. There's so many things I could have given that two and a half hours of that movie. I I think Pedro Pascal deserves money for like being in that movie. That movie was like, I didn't get a lot of what was going on. Oh my God, I literally forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, and that's a damn shame because that man is a national treasure. He is a national treasure. It's like literally, I'm like Chris Pine is the finest of the white dudes, tall white dudes named Chris. He's very much like, I want to have Sunday tea with you, but this after Saturday night of sitting on your face. <laughs> this is the this this is the caveat. It's like it's he has very Keanu Reeves cool ass dude. I want to go 
thrifting and drink tea with you and fuck your brains out like at least six times a week. He has that kind of energy that's actually kind of weird and like, and he was a waste of it too and he's barely in that goddamn movie. It's like, mm-hmm. what? What? happening? And poor Kristen Wiig. This is supposed to be her launching pad to go into less comedies and more big budget and more dr- dramatic stuff. And it was like, y'all literally put great value Shatara in this goddamn movie when yeah. that character deserves a whole lot more and so did Kristen Wiig. But again, plots are dull. It's like if plots aren't like matured or allowed to evolve or even interesting, it's going to be dull. But it also is going to be if you don't stick the landing, that's why the plots are dull because y'all have too many in there. And y'all trying to like, it's like y'all throw spaghetti at the wall mm-hmm. and see what sticks and nothing sticks. It's like, oh, God, y'all get on my nerves. No argument here. Number nine, the cinematography isn't good enough. Okay. Cinematography. (laughs) Wait, I'm like, oh, I guess plots. Oh, number eight is actually speaking to what I just said. Okay. Cinematography and special effects are crucial parts of what makes a superhero movie enjoyable to watch. Unfortunately, some critics have argued that the cinematography in many DCEU movies leave plenty to be desired. Certain films, like Man of Steel, are too poorly lit for critics to enjoy. Justice League also received criticism for its poor CGI. I mean, really? Is that the only... Okay, shut up. Cinematography (laughs) issues detract from the audience ability to immerse themselves in the movie's story entirely. So this is an issue that the DCU should focus on approving for their new releases. Um, Man of Steel seemed very dark, so I, I don't know. I feel like the cinematography should be dark because it seemed like the story was dark but i guess i understand what they're saying i i get i honestly get what they're saying i really do um i i have no arguments there because yeah it was like a lot of it has uh... to do with like sometimes it's just in some cases like man of steel i get it but there were certain points that i'm like this is definitely a zack snyder-ish no Mm -hmm. Like kind of like the slow motion Very. action stuff. Like mm, we don't necessarily need that. So I get it. I'm is it cinematography gonna... or pacing? Because I feel like is it pacing? Because when they talk about the CGI, I'm like Justice League definitely was dark. <laughs> but it's yeah. like I think Batman versus Superman was also very dark. It's like I, I mean, if like... you want to take it a step further, that was another issue with their movies. It's like sometimes like yo, yeah, like <clears throat> I remember when. Excuse me. I remember when the um the news came out that the Superman and Batman movies weren't going to be weren't going to have anything comedic. And me and my mm-hmm. buddy were like, "You're not going to make jokes about a guy who runs around in a bat costume and a guy in like blue and red underwear. Like it's like how like it's part of what makes a comic book movie a comic book movie. Like you know it's like it, and again these are essentially action movies." Correct. Correct. It's kind of like if we wanted super dark, I would watch um Game of Thrones. And even they had that one episode, people were like, it is too dark. I gotta turn up the contrast on my on my television to see it. But it's supposed to be a dark night. And yeah, whatever. Um it's like so I kind of don't agree with this. So I said um number nine was sitting top. I'm sorry, <laughs> number 10 was some DC plots are dull, which they are. <gasps> number eight, the storylines can be difficult to follow because y'all put too many plots in the goddamn... Stephanie, 
<laughs> All the great superhero movies feature multiple interwoven storylines where the hero interacts with different characters and there is some expansion on the hero's lore. Secondary characters also have their own storylines and all of these subplots work together to form the movie's overarching plot. <laughs> However, critics argue that many DCU movies have storylines that don't fit with the rest of the film and are challenging to follow on their own. This issue has gradually improved over time, but there's hope for future films to receive better responses from critics. So the storylines can be difficult to follow. The first movie that comes to my mind is Aquaman. What does... This plot with my handsome guy, Yaya, with his very hefty blue dick. What's that that's back in Atlanta is trying to overtake? Girl, this don't... Why, why are we talking about this? Why are we here? What is this? Yeah, like, why, my, he didn't need the whole story about his, like, his dad. Like, he could, like, you could take Black uh, Mantis' dad completely out of it and he could hate Aquaman just because he ruined a big score for his that ruined his career. Correct. You don't need all that. Sometimes, again, overcomplicating things. Yeah. Like with Wonder Woman, it was like, you know, Great Value Shatara. And then also the subplot of her wishing that Steve came back. I'm like, what does this have to do with that? It's like, what? Y'all just wanted Chris Pine's fine ass in this movie. I get it, but maybe y'all shouldn't have killed him off in the first one. See how that worked? I mean, but even then, he still would have been a thousand fucking years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. True. <clears throat> it was like, you know, okay, what is this? Like, with Batman and Superman, it was like, like a lot of girl what? And then also in Justice League, which, no, I have not watched the Snyder Cut. I refuse. After wasting two and a half hours for WW84, if y'all think I'm watching that, four our movie i have a bridge in brooklyn to sell you i fuse <laughs> i uh, <laughs> i will not so i will say this i me my wife and my wife's niece watched it it took us six hours to watch the movie because we kept stopping it and laughing and making jokes and like you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't bad like if you have time and you want to watch it in shifts I will never have to worth it because they do something smart. Like when a certain it gets to a certain part of the movie mm -hmm. where it fades to black mm -hmm. and then it opens up with a new title. So okay. it's like you could watch it almost like a TV show. Mm, okay. So it actually makes the what's the word I'm looking for? It actually makes the experience a little more enjoyable. Mm. So I would if like I said, if you got like if you're just like, you know what? I got time this week. <laughs> like, if you I better, watch, like, uh, if you let me watch, tell you like, something. I refuse. I am not making time for this. <laughs> um, you and Kendrick, because Kendrick from Everybody Knows Reality Comics too, he also sings the praises of the Snyder Cut because he watched it. He's like, no, what's the... I'm like, I will take... So everybody who has seen it, I will take your word for it. <laughs> I... No, no, can't do it. Can we also... Can I also just say that your comment just now is more than okay for people to say. I really detest when people go, well, you have to. I'm like, I, I don't have to do a goddamn thing, actually. That's so, very true. <laughs> so miss me with that you have to do shit. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. Like, it's like if someone says, I'll just take your word for it, that should be enough. It really is, because I actually value all of your critiques. I'm like, I value y'all opinions. So if you're saying it's good, it's like, it's good. It's not convincing me to do it. But it's I'm like, I'm glad that one, y'all are not mad. It's like, like, oh no, hell no, fuck this. No one who's sent this not a has said that. 
Still though, nope, I mm -mm, I will take my Swiffer wet jet out to the ocean and mop it. I, we also don't need uh, the ire cut, I guess, of like uh, what the heck oh, no. Suicide no. Squad. We don't we don't need an extended version of that. It's 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 quite it, all right. It's seen Suicide Squad. Well, the new one, the old the new, one. Oh, the new one was so good. That's why I keep hearing. I haven't watched it. I need to watch it because I guess with the was it the um the John Cena show, his character from Suicide Squad. It's his character's oh. name. Let me tell you, suicide, uh, not Suicide Squad. Um, Peacemaker had no mm. business be, had no business being as good as it was. Really, it was. It's close to perfect. Like th that show what? has. It, oh, but again, I'm a John Cena fan. I mm. think I think Batista is the best actor that's come out of the WWE. But John Cena, he surprised the hell out of me in this movie. The cast is so good. There's scenes. That are just downright knee slapping, like mm -hmm. tear jerking, funny. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also, again, like to the point about like sometimes like you watch something and it gives you a a deeper meaning to, behind it. Mm -hmm. It gets into that, but it's not forced. Right. But again, it's a James Gunn um, product. The same thing with um, the second Suicide Squad. It's a James Gunn product, and they know how to hit you sometimes where you're like, oh. Okay. Mm, okay that makes sense that okay that makes sense because yeah i will i will have to say because everybody everybody knows how old man way feels about the rock i think when it comes to bankability most bankable is the rock and it's oh. probably mostly because of um the quantity of movies he had but also it, it i guess it could be quality but it's, i'm kidding y'all it's quantity literally it's like i don't it's like i'm one of these people when it comes to rock movies i don't need them to make sense he is like, excuse me, in the beginning of a movie, he gets blown up, half his leg gets blown up, and he is racing across the skyscraper. Sign me up, bitch. And that's it sure don't. Sign me up. And here's he, the other thing about that is uh, it's, if it's entertaining, why does it matter? Like I I wasn't gonna right. go out to go see that. But I was like, I understood why people did. And I've mm -hmm. actually heard a lot of people say that that movie was what it like it was actually worth watching. I'm not it was. Going. That's how I kind of feel about Rampage. I'm like the video. Oh, Rampage was fun as hell. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I need a top. I'm like for a, literally a giant ape and a dinosaur and a tur girl, whatever. The girl, have y'all ever played the video game Rampage? It's like it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. But I, I do agree with you. But Dave Batista, Dave Batista. Of the quality of actor, it is Dave Batista. He's like, uh, no, because I think he's trying to like he moved quicker away from the whole WWE of it all, so much so that I literally forgot he used to be a ref wrestler. It's like Cena kind of did this early on, but it's like he was still wrestling, so it's like he did like action movies here and there. And you're like, oh wait, you're, and he would lean into, I'm John Cena. I am from the WWE. And from these commercials where I'm like, hello, ladies, I am muscular. I will clean your house and empty out your, out your um, trash can. Sir, what the hell? Who tapped you to be in these hefty commercials? And I need to send them a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Because <laughs> it, it just makes sense. But Dave Bautista really is the quality. The Rock is the quantity. And then John Cena is somewhere in the middle where it's like he's giving you but a little bit of column A and column B.
you know what it is? John Cena's aware of who he is. Yeah. In that, like, the, you ever seen the movie um, Blockers? No, I need to because what I like the trailer. Blockers was Blockers is damn good. Like, I again, like John Cena is aware of who he is. Like, yeah, he's not one of those guys who's like, all right. So let's take Batista. Batista's a good example because he said he doesn't want to do like he he doesn't want to be typecast as um someone who only does action. You're right, right, right. So he's trying to move on and do other things, and I respect right. the hell out of that because it's like you know. If this is what you want to do, and he's he's older in age, like he started in the WWE in his like mid to late thirties, so he was already oh okay, so he was already doing things later in his career. Mm, Okay, after a while, like you know, all these action movies they start to take a toll on your body. And he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, because I was like, because I didn't really, because I didn't really, I don't really watch wrestling, but I didn't watch him as a wrestler but i knew the name because i remember just hearing batista i'm like is that a wrestler i feel like it's a wrestler yeah but yeah the storylines can be difficult to follow because y'all put too many damn things in okay the amount of action is either too much or too little (laughs) it's like it was kind of like what (laughs) Action movies need an equal balance of explosive stunts and enjoyable drama. And the same is true for superhero movies. Unfortunately, film critics have complained that many DCEU movies didn't strike this critical balance successfully. Some DCEU movies have been criticized for having too much over-the-top action, while some have been criticized for not having enough. For instance, for- a comic book? If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna call this a specific genre, which I don't think it should be, have y'all read a comic book? Apparently because, not. Because even if you've never read a comic book in your life, you know what a comic book is. Sometimes there is zero action in a comic book. It depends on... It's just a story. It's just people yeah. talking, right? Like, yeah, like She-Hulk, for example. She-Hulk, the the, the particular storyline they were going with, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of action. It was more legal stuff than anything else. Now, they missed the mark on a lot of legal stuff, but I always say to people, like, it's, it's a lawyer movie about superpowers that don't exist in real life so you can't really mm-hmm. have actual law for it that's neither here right but let's take daredevil a lot of action in daredevil because mm. there's a lot of action in daredevil when mm-hmm. there is action the punisher now if the punisher didn't have a lot of action then mm-hmm. i'd be like mm, okay y'all missed the mark but even then the punisher actually has a more deeper thing to it mm-hmm. which is what they hit on but again i'm using i'm using this as like a marvel example um Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It was like the action was kind of weirdly placed at times. Yeah. Um, and then when we wanted action, because in the comic book, uh, Wonder Woman kills Max Lord. Oh. She says, like, how like she says, like she um throws a lasso of truth around him and was like, How do I stop you? And he was like, You have to kill me. Breaks that nigga's neck. Oh. Yeah, I don't think this would have flown in the DCEU. And okay. yeah, and I think they got so much backlash from Superman killing somebody, which I'm like, who cares? Like it's it's like, you know what I mean? I get why he did it. And and people mad at it, they're like, Superman doesn't kill. I'm like, yeah, this isn't your comic book Superman. Therefore, this is not Christopher Reeve. And also, he did not give me Neo before Zod energy. It would not have worked. It just didn't. And the thing about it is, is like the in Superman 2 with Christopher Reeve, he you didn't 
he didn't show him killing him, but where the hell did they go? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, he killed him. Like, so did y'all watch Superman 2? Because I'm sorry he didn't use his laser eyes and literally watch him. But seriously, where the hell did they go in the phone? Do, do you think they're still alive? They're in like, you know, Fortress of Solitude know. Jail. Where did you? <laughs> Fortress of Solitude Jail is funny. <laughs> did y'all watch Superman 2? What happened? He simply gets the ice and they slip down. What the hell? Okay. Because they're dead. What is happening here? He killed all of them. Like, he just killed. Yeah. Slipstar, which, by the way, that little boy, no. If you're not going to give me Gene Hackman, keep it. Because it made no... Okay, Stephanie, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Um, but in the first Wonder Woman, there was a part where the, it's like when she was there and it was part of the war. They're like, where's all the action? Um, Y'all don't think that would have been weird if she literally was running around being um, Wonder Woman around all these men in the army in a certain time frame? Are y'all Okay. It's like, it's kind of like, y'all, okay, that critique really sounds like y'all want a Marvel movie and a DCEU movie, and they should be markedly different, but y'all want the same thing. And just like, every comic book movie should be the same. I'm like, yeah, not necessarily. That's like saying video game movies should all be the same. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. It's like, you you want the same thing from something where that's not how it works. You can't get like, you know what? You brought up a good point. The Last of Us. Have you watched it? I have not finished it. I started, but I haven't finished it yet. Okay, so I won't spoil anything. But let oh, me. Oh, it's tell fine. You. It's it's fine if you spoil it. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Like, because it's 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 that good. But my that was about... a video game, right? That is the video is a video game. Yes. Okay. So you're not going to get. I'll use the uh, same company. Naughty Dog made did The Last of Us, and they did Uncharted. Okay. The game, a lot of the gameplay is similar, but the story's vastly different. Mm. Uncharted is a little more lighthearted. It's goofier. There's a lot of like jokes and stuff like that. Didn't so, called Uncharted. Is that, that yep. based? same thing? Oh, okay. Based off the same thing. It was. Okay. It's a it's a bad representation of the game, but it's a fun action movie. But again, okay. it's, it's fucking um Tom Holland. Tom Holland's gonna Tom Holland, like you said. Oh. So it wasn't so like you're getting you're looking for something from two separate two separate companies. Now there are similarities like so Batman being like a having the same kind of tone that Daredevil does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the Justice League having a similar tone to the Avengers that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna like, but the Justice League isn't gonna have the same tone as an X-Men movie because Superman isn't Cyclops. Batman isn't Wolverine. Jean mm. Grey is not Wonder Woman. Okay. So you're looking for something, looking for two type of things. Like the Expendables isn't going to be John Wick. There's, they both have a lot of action in them, but right. they're vastly different characters. They're vastly different directors, like in directions in what they're going. Right. So a lot of times people want Marvel movies from DC or vice versa. And it's like, that's not how it works. That's not and how I hope any that, of this works. Yeah, and I hope that James Gunn doesn't go into this movie, excuse me, go, goes into the DCU and tries to create 
something marvelish mm. when it's like you know what I mean like where it's more than okay to make something completely different right so this is super random this is not a comic book movie but for everybody who is, has streaming services look up the movie Masters of the Universe that is the He-Man movie but it is not called the He-Man movie it is called Masters of the Universe now this movie is literally can't be fun it got panned by the critics is based on a it's based on a toy but it was panned and you look at how because seemingly it was very dark seemingly um he-man didn't make sense to a certain people i mean Dolph Dolph Lundgren oh, you're talking about at, that one yeah the one from the 80s <laughs> i love that you understand i love that movie i'm like i'm 40 something years old i remember seeing it as a kid i'm like i get it y'all hate this movie don't care i love it watch me, masters of the universe let me also just say this the dude who played Skeletor had no business being as good as he was. Okay, Skele that Skeletor scared the fucking shit out of me. Okay, Skeletor in the in the like the cartoon, not the newer one or one of the newer ones. Which, by the way, I like the newer one with the guy from Clerks, Kevin Smith. I liked his version. Men, there are a lot of men, not any man on this right now, um, that did not like it because, like, how are you going to mess with he man? Uh. Quiet, but um, like the old school Skeletor, hilariously funny. I'm like, nothing takes you seriously. Him in the movie, um, he looked like he would literally kill me, yeah, and then step over my body and say, "Get me another Stephanie, thank you." <laughs> Get me another Stephanie. <laughs> Get me another one. It's like, like I was like, and the woman who played um, Eveline, I'm like, girl, camp. Love it. Lo love the casting. I get it. Y'all hate this movie that's extremely, extremely like, girl, I thought this was about Superman. I'm like, but what would happen? Superman came here. What y'all see? What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> um, Superman was on Eternia. We're not going to do a Superman movie with Eternia, okay? What happens if Superman comes here? Um, He-Man comes here. What y'all just saw? I love this movie. But again, people are like, what are you doing? It's too dark. It's like, it's so choppy. They're like, what the hell is this? Listen to the score. It sounds like great value Star Wars. Don't mm -hmm. care. Love it. I don't care. I Literally, when we're done recording, I'm going to go watch Masters of the Universe. And again, sometimes a bad movie is just fun. I love Batman and Robin. That movie is awful. Campy. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I hate Val Kilmer's Batman, but my favorite Batman line is the car, right? Chicks love the car. Like, what? The car, right? Chicks did the car. car. You, Val Kilmer? Why is this like one of the... When I think about bat, like live-action Batman like quotes, it's that one. And he is not a good Batman. Fuck you, Val Kilmer. <laughs> Shit. So, number six. Some of the directing styles are choppy. Fans and critics alike are divided on how well-directed the DCEU films are, especially the earlier ones. For instance, although many fans love Suicide Squad, what fans? Critically, generally, critics generally panned the 2016 movie. What fans? Critics found that the director's choice gave Suicide Squad a choppy and somewhat disconnected feeling fun colorful graphics that perfectly represent holly quinn's character were used in a sequence to introduce the main characters but were quickly dropped and weren't seen again the same criticism has been lobbied against other dcu movies as well however a choppy style 
directing style is somewhat intentional, and that's likely the case with Suicide Squad. No, the movie was just bad. And this was like direct. I'm like, don't get me wrong. Some there were some there were parts of that movie that I absolutely enjoyed, but it was like directing style the choppy. Yeah, because it's not editing. It's not the plot. It's it's the cameras. It's the cameras. Look at what they caught. It's like. Okay, number like, five. Yeah. <laughs> Casting oh. inconsistencies are distracting. Casting inconsistencies. One thing the MCU has done that would benefit the DCEU is look is locking key actors in with extended contracts. These contracts ensure that actors will be available for role reprisals long after their lo- original film appearance, allowing the actors to return and maintain the consistency of the cinematic universe. Critics generally want to see consistency in film franchises and some casting changes in the DECU has garnered negative reviews. Some actors who have played the same characters perform equally well, but casting consistency in future films would benefit the DCEU. Um, James Gunn is cleaning house. Maybe y'all should have thought about that before y'all let this man clean house. That oh no, Henry can go, Dwayne can go. I have a feeling Zachary is going to. Well, it is the other thing that people like because I've seen people online talk about like they're like they hate James Gunn. I said, all right, let me ask y'all a question. If y'all move into a house, a brand new house, mm-hmm. and it's furnished, mm-hmm. but like this isn't the direction you want to go, mm-hmm. your house. You're gonna get rid of the couch. You're gonna get mm-hmm. rid of the TV. You're gonna get rid of this, and it's not in like. And it made sense to me. Do, do I wish Henry Cavill could stay Superman? Absolutely, loved him as Superman, but he isn't the person that James Gunn hired. Right, and they're blaming him for stuff. It was like you're making. You're blaming him for stuff that wasn't his decision. Like he wasn't the one who decided to put Superman in Black Adam. That wasn't. That wasn't him. Like, you, you didn't even show Cameron Cavill's face. It could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but, like, I really just feel that people just want to complain. Yeah, because the thing about it, when it says casting inconsistencies, I'm like, but the thing about it is, y'all haven't changed cast. Y'all haven't changed cast at all. So now I'm very confused. And it was still Superman. I didn't even think about that. You're ben right. Affleck. Has, I'm sorry. Did y'all change Batman's and we didn't know? Did you change Green Lanterns? Did you change Flash? Because I could have sworn Ezra Miller was in Justice League. If you want to go like do like, oh, we're changing. It was like, oh, okay. Y'all went from one group of Suicide Squad to the other one, but y'all literally just rebooted Suicide Squad. So that's not the same thing. I'm very confused why you're saying inconsistencies. Um, It's not, again, cameras, it's their fault. <laughs> it's the characters. It's the casting coach. You mean literally? It's how was it inconsistent if y'all are inconsistently putting out the movies? How your cast has not changed. Henry would have stayed. Dwayne would have done another movie. Um, because let me just say this: we talk about the quantity of rock movies. Do you think this man cares? Pay me, bitch. Pay. Yes. Me, excuse me, he should have stopped acting with Doom, okay? <laughs> when was Doom? And he still kept doing it. So the thing about it is, whether y'all had panned that movie or not, he'd have been in Black Adam too. Mm-hmm. What casting inconsistencies? Inconsistencies. Show your work. <laughs> show your work. Tell me, like, tell me, show me the change. What, you have a different... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number, why does this man look like the devil? It's like, who is this? Oh, I know who that is. 
I'm just kidding. I know who it is, but it's just like this picture looks like the devil. Go ahead. I, I don't until you until you said that I realized that like there hasn't been any changes. Like if they're talking about the fact that we have different CW DC characters and movie mm, characters, okay. if they were making that comparison, then yeah, I kind of get it. But even then, those are alternate Earths. So Ezra Miller's Flash isn't the same as the Flash from the CW. Mm. There's, I'm not there's, imagining this. Ezra was in the first Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they actually did something where in one of the uh, DC, not DC, one of the CW crossovers, Ezra mm-hmm. Miller was actually in one of the um in one of the um uh episodes. He was. So, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, look at that. It was like it was like a brief cameo, like nothing, but like you know what I mean. So they did meet. So, so mm. they are aware of each other, or it could be just be Ezra Miller could just be another Flash that does nothing to do with the DC. But anyway, I'm nerding out here. So, <laughs> but I'm like, nerding out here. It's like you are. I'm nerding out. So yeah, like this, and so when I hear a lot of this stuff and like and I'm listening to it, it's like I get that y'all have complaints. I honestly do. You're mm-hmm. talking to a guy who spends a lot of his time. Like reading comic books, like I like I read a lot of fucking comic books, like yearly. Mm-hmm. Like I have a counter of how many I how many I read. Y'all, he really does. If you follow him, he will list like this is what I'm reading right now. It's like yeah. oh, well, look at that. So this why it it's, so it's like look like some things just aren't going to be what like just it's it's okay for. I don't, I don't even know how to say it. I've lost my train of thought. Don't even worry about it. Fuck it. <laughs> It'll come back. It is fine. So number four, with this photo of someone who looks like a gold-plated um, Beelzebub, the tone of the <laughs> films is often too dark. Another common criticism in that is that the DCEU have much darker themes, tones, than many other superhero movies. You keep comparing. I know what you're comparing to. It's Marvel movies. Just say that shit. Maybe movie critics have grown accustomed to the colorful style of the MCU superhero movies, or perhaps DCEU movies require a little bit more, a little more balance. Many critics and fans didn't like the DCEU's dark portrayal of Batman in Dawn of Justice, as Batman became more of a brutal and violent thug than a vigilante. Yeah, because Batman, Batman is not a. This man is not a police officer. He really is a. Does does violent thug and vigilante meet? Maybe it, it, well, I guess it it does have different meanings. But girl, what? There's a definite there's a definite sense that critics would like to see this trend change in future films. Fans don't generally find the tone of the films as problematic, however. So the DCEU will have to decide who to please. Yeah, because y'all are saying two different things. You're saying the tone is too dark, but you're also saying fans like it. But also critics are like, but can't you give me like? sparkles and confetti like Mar- marvel by the way marvel does not give us confetti and sparkles it's just it's a different ha- oh my god it's like they can mcu and dceu should not be the same it shouldn't be the same also what i'm, I'm agreeing with you i'm like yeah. oh i thought you were saying i thought you were telling me i'm like oh what um batman is a brutal and violent thug what are you talking about i saw somebody who said that the reason that batman um has like ha- just has his like eyes covered is because they he has to show the police that he's white. I'm like, yeah, because could you imagine? 
<laughs> it was like, I'm sorry, it's kind of funny, but it's like, yeah, some, you know, sometimes there's truth in jest. There's no way a black man could be going out at night beating people's asses, oh, no matter fact, if they're actually, bad or not. Fun fact, it's actually a uh, black Batman. There is, isn't it? It's a comic, right? Yep. Is it like one of the newer ones? Yes. He's um Lucius Fox's son. What? They have consistently made Lucius Fox black. Hmm? I kind of like that. It's like, y'all like not straight against it. I remember, remember when the Daredevil movie came out and they made um Michael Clark Duncan Kingpin and people literally like, how dare you make the Kingpin black? Yeah, because a black man could not be the biggest crime boss in the city. Can can I make can I make a, a statement about uh, switching characters and mm -hmm. uh, sex? You and absolutely stuff? could. The floor is yours. Sometimes it doesn't fucking matter. There are certain now. I'm a firm believer that certain characters should stay their race. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Luke Cage should should stay black. Captain absolutely. America, Captain America should stay white. Um, Iron Fist should be white because and the reason I bring up those two mm -hmm. particular white Iron Fist should be white. He yes. shouldn't be Asian. Mm -hmm. No. The reason I bring this up is because the relationship that Luke Cage has with Danny Rand is a little more important because of the privilege that Danny Rand has and because his privilege doesn't necessarily matter because Luke is his best friend. Now, <clears throat> going forward, there should be an eight there is an Asian Iron Fist in Marvel Comics. Now, Danny Rand no longer has the power. So they can move in that direction. Now, Shang-Chi should be Asian. He should absolutely be Asian. Making him black would be fucking stupid. Okay, so now but. I, because what you just said about Iron Fist, which, <laughs> oh my God, that was the weakest of the four. Um, but oh, yeah. I thought it was very interesting because my, my boo, Louis Tan, I think people are trying to like, you should have been um, Iron Fist. So, Maybe you can help me understand the discourse why people were like, how can you make Iron Fist white? He should be Asian. I'm like, oh. Here's the funny thing about that is uh, a lot of times people don't understand like a character. Like, you know what I mean? So like he does Kung Fu, so he must be Asian. It's like, uh, mm. or maybe okay. they're looking at the fact that it was appropriate. Maybe like, oh, it was appropriation. Like, that's also part of what makes the character what it is. Like it, like all the stuff you're complaining about is the reason why keeping him white makes sense. In uh, Defenders, mm -hmm. Luke Cage calls Danny Rand out on his privilege. Flat out. He was just, and Danny was like, he was like, well, you know, I didn't have this, I didn't have that. And Luke was like, yeah, but you're still benefiting from being a rich white man. Like, that's part of what makes this character the way it is. It's supposed to be like that. Mm -hmm. Captain America, now Steve Rogers, Captain America can be any race. Captain America can be any race. In the comic books, we have uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed Captain America. But we also have Sam Wilson as Captain America. So we have two currently going on right now. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly okay. And I like the fact that we have two different Captain Americas because there are two different Americas. There's the Black America and there's the White America. And if you want to keep it 100, I'm pretty sure there's a Latin America. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to be treated differently. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit. <clears throat> Like it's just how it is. I always thought Luke Cage would make a better Captain America than Steve Rogers because mm. he has a more realistic and more down to earth view on what's going on. That's yeah. neither here nor that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But Steve Rogers being a blonde haired, blue eyed white guy who literally does not give a fuck about who you are as long as your heart is where it's supposed to be, 
that makes sense to me. Mm. People pissed off that uh, Laura Kinney is Wolverine while Logan's Wolverine, or like Miles Morales being Spider Man while Peter Parker is Spider Man. Y'all sound fucking stupid. Yeah, because I kind of like that actual idea that there are different universes and Spider Man looks different in all of them. Because mm. that just makes sense. It's like it just makes sense in my head. It just does. Because sometimes, like, yeah, it has to be this person. Like Shang-Chi, there's no absolute way it's not an Asian person. Yeah. Most notably a Chinese person. It's like, yeah, there's no way it's anybody else. It would not work. And here's another fun fact for you. In the comic books, Miles Morales and Spider-Man exist in the same universe. And you know what Spider-Man did? Mm-hmm. He absolutely gave mm-hmm. him his blessing and said, you are Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So if the creators of the comic book made sure that the original OGs of these said characters are who they are, then y'all should uh, take a whole step back and shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's kind of like some characters, like, it has to be because it's basically part of their background. Like, if their race or their ethnicity or culture is part of their background, yeah, it's it's going to have to be that. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Blade. It's like, no, this has to be. It's like, no, babe, it's got to go. It's like, certain characters you can, like, move around and it could be different. It's kind of like like when I think about and one of these days they're going to get this right it may not be in either one of our lifetimes um, Storm from the X-Men one of these days we're going to get a darker skinned black woman whose half of her family is from Africa the half is from New York but it's also going to be a darker skinned black woman as if there are not dark skinned black women walking around like we yeah I I don't know how you feel about it, but I thought um after seeing the first season of Bel Air, I thought Coco Jones would be a good storm. Oh, she absolutely would be. It's kind of like if Michaela Coel was not in um Wakanda Faber, that would have been my choice. It's like, but there's a lot of dark, there's a lot of dark skinned black women that are acting right now that could do it. There's but a lot also in and- black women that we've never seen. Correct. You're like, oh my god, she is stunning. She would do it. Um, sidebar, uh, Mortal Kombat is not a comic book movie, so it's a video game movie. But when I tell you, and I think I don't know, was it me, you, and Charmaine had this conversation? Like, there's no way in hell Raiden is some white dude that used to be Highlander. It's like every time I'm like, seriously, he was the draw to this movie. Fuck y'all for this. Yo, can I tell you, my wife had a fit when she saw Melina's edges. Oh, girl. <laughs> like you know. girl it's like it's kind of like mm, it's like the newer Mortal Kombat gritty as hell it's like have y'all played them it's like oh my god this is a lot have you played this game yeah the whole thing is like it's supposed to be like it's that. like this is like no okay so let's get back to the countdown so we're up to the top three three some character personalities fall flat and the fact that it has that um lex luthor from the the batman versus superman movie is top tier thank you fell fucking flat most Mm -hmm. comic book characters are iconic and beloved and fans look forward to seeing them on the silver screen however like most adaptations certain things can get lost in translation some characters from dcu movies too are dynamic Relatable and downright fun to watch. This includes Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman. However, critics believe the other characters aren't quite as strong. Yes, Lex Luthor, for example, is much more of a cliche in the movies than in the comic books. Superhero movies aren't required to be utterly faithful to the sort to their source material, 
Huh. But future I like DC. I feel like they contradicted themselves. Wait. But future DCU movies might benefit from preserving the character traits of some fan favorite heroes or villains. I can agree with that. I can I can honestly agree with that because sometimes you should changing a character isn't a big deal. Sometimes it's it, not. It helps. What did I just watch recently? Um, The Last of Us. There is a mm. there is a drastic change between Joel, played by Pedro Pascal, and Daddy. <laughs> Someone. I was I, um, I was like, how come we haven't called him like Poppy Pedro Pascal? Um, hello, excuse <laughs> me. We get Tenoch Huerta, aka Agua Poppy. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's his name. I, I'm sorry, does he have another name? That's who he is. It's Agua like, Poppy. Agua Poppy. Okay, and it's like, I have no problem with this. Have we, about, have we talked about how funny it is that they um they edited out his bulge? Child, and they're like, no, we didn't. Him, let me see it and judge for myself. I can send you a picture if you want me to. <laughs> oh, I saw it. It was like, uh-huh, y'all lying. Mm-mm, he cannot be girthy up on these Marvel streets. Like, I don't know. Remember when they're talking about the live-action Cinderella and they had to do it with the dude who played Prince Charming? Yeah, we're going to have to edit that bulge down. This is Disney, bitch. It's like... <laughs> Yo, can name it? <laughs> I'm like, let me see it. Let me judge for myself. How much um, did y'all edit? Let me see. <laughs> Yes, folks. If women really want to see your dicks, we'll ask. Sometimes, like, look here. Don't be saying what you want to do. Let me see what you got. Yeah, you ain't gonna be doing all that. Lose my number. See how that works. <laughs> That's rude. But the thing about it is, like, they use Lex Luthor, um, and that, I like how I'm saying Lex Luthor, not Lex Luthor. <laughs> um, he's one, but another one, honestly. Um, let's see. From Green Lantern, even though that is before "quote unquote" the DCEU, that right. villain was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was like God, I didn't remember his name. That's so bad. I was like, one, y'all took too long. I'm like, seriously, what the hell is the point of this movie? It's like, what is the girl? What is going on? Um, Great Barry Shatara. Even though I like Kristen Wiig, I'm like, nope. No, because y'all took too long. And also, y'all didn't develop this nice. The villain that, um, I, I, it's a shame I don't remember any of these names. That was an Aquaman trying to overthrow Aquaman. I'm like, uh, girl. Ocean, I think Ocean Master, I think his name was. Yes. I'm like, girl, y'all did not develop this. I feel like Black Mantis could be developed in the next movie. But literally, y'all could have cut all that fighting out and just put him in the after credit scene like y'all did. It still would have. It would have made it a little bit more sense because I'm like y'all added in like girl what is this? What is this? And or, as go ahead. Or how about this? They could have just used one villain. Thank you. Because I was like y'all got 17 villains and it's like I get it. It's in I like the Shazam movies, but that fucking worm in these after credit scenes is getting on my nerves. It's like I'm glad they went away from it. <laughs> I'm like just, um, no one cares. wait. Okay, so then I won't spoil the second one for you when you watch it on HBO Max. Um, He has another after credit scene in the second one. Spoiler alert for everybody who's listening. So the thing about it is, I'm like, swear. I don't even care. Like, what is this? I'm like, are you supposed to be a big deal? And even though Mark Strong's um, character in the first Shazam is like, everybody's like, I don't know about this. I just like Mark Strong. And I just want him to sing Country Road to me. He's great. Like it. I so didn't. He, I didn't mind, but because I didn't really know the the villains, I kind of liked him. It's kind of why, um, 
I liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I did not really particularly like Ego in the second Mar- Gal- Guardian of the Galaxy movie. I didn't either. I thought they missed them. I thought they missed the mark on that. And I didn't even. I wasn't even familiar with the the um character, and I'm still like, I kind of don't care. I mean, you weren't really <laughs> given a reason to. Yeah, and also Ares. I think Ares was the other villain in WW84. It's like, girl, what the hell is this? No, Ares was the first one. I was in the first one. Yeah. With the is that the one with the plane? Yeah. That's the one with the okay. Plane. Sorry. See, can't even keep um, them straight. Ares' powers look more like Magneto than they did actually. That's why I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, because I think that's the other thing. Because that's, I think her tie to the um Greek mythology is her tie in with Shazam in the second one. Yeah. Here's the problem. It's like y'all didn't really develop that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all. I'm like the only reason why I know is because I watched the cartoon Justice League. That's literally why I know that. But y'all didn't do see, and now I'm full circle, full fucking circle. God damn it! Also, I feel okay. Is this a random ass hot take? But when it came to the Justice League movie, I really wish they had put in Green Lantern. What movie was and, it? Mistakes were made. <laughs> Literally, like the thing about when the Justice League we're like, oh shoot, because the for the cartoon is really weird to say. I can't believe I'm at this age where I'm like, when it comes to Marvel, I like the live action movies. When it comes to the cartoon, I like DC. Because one, it was kind of like I don't remember Avengers cartoon. It's like the only real Marvel cartoon I remember is Spider Man and X Men. But then I liked Batman animated series, animated series, um, Superman, the two Justice Leagues, Batman Beyond. Like I should by default, I should like them, and I don't. And I feel like the I'm like, and this is just me, and I know I'm probably the only one who feels this way. But I feel like a Justice League movie without fucking Green Lantern or Hawkgirl is or John Jones is bullshit. But I because I've been watching the, the cartoon, so that's probably where this is all coming from. Uh, fuck that Android. Okay. But I also think a problem, I think one of the biggest problems with that is, is sometimes you need familiarity. So mm-hmm. when you have some, I don't know if it's a big deal with the Justice League. Mm-hmm. But to your point, a lot of people's introduction to certain Justice League characters is uh uh, media like the stuff that they remember from the early 90s or the 2000s things of that nature so mm-hmm. like you said like even for me like i wasn't a, i didn't start reading dc comic books until 2010 or 12 ish really oh yeah i was completely marvel because <gasps> i hated i hated the dc comics fandom so it kind of turned me off from the comic oh, books. okay okay but like i remember watching the animated the animated um features and movies and tv mm-hmm. shows that so it would have made sense to have like um john stewart in there or shaira um mm-hmm. like, like why not like these are the characters we know right because it's like even for me it was like because of the the cartoon aquaman being in justice league didn't make sense to me i feel like him being like maybe a special guest but i'm like i don't know I, like i had the cartoon in my mind so that's why but also i feel like with the X-Men movies, and I know we're not talking about, this is not MCU, this is Fox, fuck y'all for this. Um, 
they fucked up the character of Rogue. But also, they no one can stick the landing on the Phoenix saga because it needs a show and not a movie. It's uh, not yeah. going to work. Y'all, that is the second time y'all don't fuck this shit up. It's like, no, we're not. I don't need no strike three. Make make a show. Make a show. Do not stop trying to make these movies happen. Y'all fucked up Rogue to a certain extent. And I like you, Jackman. Y'all fucked up Wolverine too. Wolverine is two feet tall. What the fuck is this? So I don't know. Um, I don't know if he shouldn't be six feet. He shouldn't look tall. I think he should dude, not be tall at all. I don't like even I know that. It's like he's supposed to be like, oh no, it's like how impressive was Hugh Jackman? Honestly, what I know. So, what did he like, say to you? I think the dude who plays um who was in Kingsman, I know he was rumored for a little while. And I thought oh, he really? would have I thought that would have been great. Like, he's proven to be a fantastic actor. Like, he's proven mm-hmm. that he could do a- action as well. And he kind of has a short-ish build. So I thought that would have worked. Yeah, also, um, I, I wish... I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to say, I also wonder if them folding into the MCU means that we're finally going to get a Gambit movie. Uh, or at least him introduced. I don't know if we're going to get a Gambit movie anytime soon. Or at least him being the actual live action character at the most. I I think we will get him in a movie. Mm -hmm. I think depending on how he's received and who's playing him, I think there will be a a bunch of Gambit movies. Mm. Because he is honestly one of the most popular characters from he's one of my faves. He's one of he is one of my faves from X-Men. Because yeah, Channing Tatum as X-Men was like girl what and them doing it in the Wolverine movies it's like no him no 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 no. it's like I feel like Gambit needs to be a very like literally Hugh Jackman he needs to be Hugh Jackman hype Gambit need to be tall as shit not Wolverine it's like it's not gonna make any sense yeah it's like Channing Tatum is him, girl. If you don't go get in that pole, if you don't go get on that pole and shake it for some dollar bills, <laughs> like get out of my face, sir. Get on the pole. I also want to just say that the X Men in general, I'm not in for it. I'll watch an X Men movie. I'm gonna go see it, but for the love of God, that franchise shouldn't be a mo- movie. It should just be shows. It re- it really should, it, and it's, it's like every time because when they said that last one, and I like my little girl who played Jean. I feel like. The, it, it was also the aging of them. I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm like, I feel like y'all are just giving us random ass ages and no, do not bring Jennifer back as fucking rogue. I'm sorry, Mystique. Fuck this. Fuck y'all. No, absolutely. No, 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 no. Because she phoned it in on the last one, but I don't blame her because girl, what the fuck? <laughs> I get it. It's like a terrible movie. I get y'all like phoning it in, but absolutely not. I if y'all going to do Jean Grey in the Phoenix, do it as a show. Because that last movie was like, this is some bullshit. Because one, the only reason why I knew some of the characters because I watched the cartoon. That's the only reason why. If you had never seen the cartoon, you'd be like, girl, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you won't be. You might have been like me in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, I don't care. This is funny and I kind of like it. But Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't a bad movie. So I don't know. Yeah. That, that's, where, that's where it comes down to. Like That movie just wasn't good. Therefore... People aren't going to go rush out. People aren't going to like, even if they did a, a Dark Phoenix thing and it was good. Yeah. Like, let's say like they like 
how do you do a dark phoenix movie where how do you do a phoenix movie in general and you're only in space for like three seconds yeah it was kind of like y'all i don't even understand how y'all got this i'm like girl excuse me if y'all watch the cartoon which i will say y'all should go back and watch please know the dark phoenix was like a few episodes and then they brought it back in another season it's mm-hmm. like um you guys this is like a lot and there's so much they can go nope stephanie shut up two the pacing <laughs> i feel like we <laughs> the pacing of some films isn't quite right um and water is still wet mm-hmm. most superhero movies fans expect a fun fast pace from their favorite film genre they do however film critics agree that several dceu films have some serious trouble with pacing one of the biggest offenders uh-huh is Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Critics often cite Dawn of Justice. I didn't realize that was part of the other title of the movie. Huh? As I was like, wait, what the hell is Dawn? Oh, it is a long title. As one of the most prominent examples of pacing issues in the DCEU. Honey, y'all not saying Aquaman. There was, a, there was a pacing issue with the goddamn title. Um, hold on. Because I, I really literally forgot Dawn of Justice is, I forgot there was a colon. I forgot. I really did. In particular, the movie's first half was incredibly dragged out and the nonsensical plot made it almost impossible to follow. However, newer releases such as the upcoming Black Adam show much more promise, promise in correcting the nagging issue for the DCU. Ah, so this was written before Black Adam came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. <laughs> so, dear lady who wrote this um, article, yes, it is a woman who wrote it. I love you, girl. I love that I like seeing women talk about blurdy, nerdy shit because for some odd reason, people think that if you identify a woman or as a non-man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, it's just a book and people read. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Um, I Spoiler alert. No, it actually continues the nagging issue of pacing. But also, again, if you have too many plots too many storylines in one movie that'll fuck up the pace. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) Him, the number one. And I feel like we have been leaning and heading down this road. The films try too hard to emulate Marvel movies. Now this is rich considering that you just said the problem with DCEU movies is they're not doing what the movies are doing but you said that they should do the stuff that the DCEU often falls victim to comparisons between it and the MCU you literally wrote a whole article comparing them (laughs) and some of that is inevitable after all both cinematic universes are based on rich long-standing comic book series however I should just say it because hey Zell however comma many critics argue that the DCEU has sometimes gone too far to emulate the MCU style the DCU has a very different character base and thus deserves to exist as a separate and unique entity. Newer movies are solely reaching toward a more unified, consistent style, which helped the franchise earn the respect it deserves. Now, this is actually kind of funny, Samantha, because you flat out said DC should be doing what the Marvel did. And now you're saying, y'all trying too hard to be um, Marvel. But you, but you said they should because it's too dark and they should be bright and confetti like Marvel. And... Okay, I'm sorry. Is it me? No, I'm. Okay. I'm actually writing an article in my head now about <laughs> like, uh, about like how like sometimes it's okay just to enjoy a comic book movie for what it is. And like, and I get the I get the criticism. I get I even get the comparison. 
Yeah. Because honestly, like it's you're going there are things that are gonna be different. There are things that you like, you know, we all like what we like. We mm-hmm. all like there are you know what I mean? But the characters are different. Correct. If you like, but again, like Moon Knight used to be a no, I'll I'll take a step further. Deadpool used to be a parody of Deathstroke. Right. Oh. It's like this, like now you can see like the like the costumes and all the other stuff. It it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the issue going forward is that the issue that went forward was like, you know, he ended up becoming a popular character. So now he's just nothing. Now he's nothing like that um Deathstroke. Like it's now it's mm. funny. Now it's just become a whole on joke that he's not even like that character. Okay. Like you know what I mean? So it's okay to like have different things. It's okay to like parody something else. Deadpool, mm-hmm. you're so dark. Are you from the DC universe? Like it's fun. It's funny. Like have your own identity. Being dark is fine. Some yeah. people like one of my closest friends like consistently says that he he liked the some of the DC EU movies better because they're darker. That's his. That's a style. That's of, his jam. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? But it's also cool that you get the Shazams in this. It's okay that you get the um, the balance of the two in the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Not, not yeah. Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you have a little, like, where it gets really violent. It gets really dark and things like that. So. You, you know what that makes me think about? Um, Thor Ragnarok. So mm-hmm. up until then, the Thor movies, after the first one, which everybody's like, this does not feel like a superhero movie. And then the second one, which was like, girl, what the hell? Thor Ragnarok is totally different than the other two preceding movies. And people mm-hmm. liked it better. They leaned into it with Love and Thunder. Um, that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different that's conversation. Different. But the thing about it is, it's like, it's kind of like people... Kind of like, look, they could have literally just leaned into that whole after the dark elves thing that did not work in the second one, and they just changed course. I think that's fine, and you can just enjoy the movie. I am wondering why people don't think Batman should be dark when we're talking about a man who literally watched his family get murdered and now he's a vigilante. He, there's a he, um, Red Hood and the Outlaw comic book where Red Hood says, I'm never going to be like you. I'm not going to follow the law. And Batman laughs at him. He goes, I dress up as a bat. I break into, pl- I break into places without a search warrant. What part mm-hmm. of you makes it seem like I, I obey the law? Correct. It's kind of like, the thing about it is, is that when it came to when I'm thinking about, like, if if I could just pull one person, pull one, I guess, lane, it's Justice League. Where it's kind of like, y'all did... Man of Steel, which seems different than Batman v Superman. Those two seem very, very different. And I believe Batman v Superman was its was its was a sequel to Man of Steel, which yeah. it seems somewhat dark, but it seems more bright than it was before. But also it's kind of dark to watch your um dad walk into a tornado. <laughs> it's like there's dark shit that happens. And also, what do you do when a maniac is like, I don't give a damn what you're going to do. You're going to have to kill me to stop me. And he said, K, bet. What? But also, we have both watched this show, The Boys. And I said, 
please look at the character of Homelander. He is what Superman would be if he had the goddamn audacity. He'd be like, do you know I will fuck you up? Do you well, know who I am? The, there's also the whole thing with like Homelander, like how he was raised. Like he didn't have like the life that and this is oh God, I, I, he wasn't raised by good parents. And it's just like, but he wasn't raised by bad parents either. He 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 didn't even have parents. They were just like they. Have you seen the clips of what his life was like um, when he was like created? Yeah. Like he, he didn't have. There was no love there. There were no consequences when he was killing the people who were like his new mommies. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So he grew mm-hmm. up literally the epitome of white fucking privilege, and that's Correct. what they were fucking going for. And they leaned into it, and it just works for Homelander. Like the boys is also, mind you. Um, this is not, they're not Marvel or DC, the boys. Right? Correct. Am I, okay. So it's like the boys leans into that shit. Like, and nobody questions, like, why is it so dark? I'm like, do you see what's happening here? Homelander is literally what you would get. I'm like, Homelander is how they treated Superman and Batman being Superman. He's not Homelander. It's like, I'm really not, I'm really just trying to fuck girls on the planet and live my life. Y'all be wanting me to stop shit. Yeah, look at um, Invincible is another example, another comic book lo- project that had like you know what I mean that doesn't have anything that's completely different. It had a dark, it had its really really dark moments. It had some really sweet moments. But it had a most- really dark subplot of oh well shit. <laughs> yeah, dude uses whole son's face as a as a way to show him, <laughs> like just hold his face up to a train. Killing people with his son's face on. See, Mark? See how fucking dumb, how weak they are? I'm like, damn. Damn, dude. It was like, what? this is what, we, like, that's the thing. It's like, but the Superman character, what we've seen, this is what happens when you lean into the Christopher Reeve of it all. He is the Technicolor vision of what we have. The Dean Keynes was like, yeah, but please know some of this would actually get really dark if you're like, wait a minute. So this man who literally we cannot destroy is here, what does he want? Superman literally could take over this planet if he truly wanted to. The mm-hmm. Avengers could take over this planet if they truly wanted to, and they don't. And fun fact for all you people who say this would never happen, they've actually written comic books about what would happen if these particular characters like lost their shit. So. Right, so the thing about it is there's plenty of different like different Batman stories where their com- is very dark. I'm like, I don't even read Batman comic books, and I know that shit gets gnarly really quickly. It does. And um, I'll say one last thing about this. Um, it's also okay, and this is what I, I I encourage everybody to do when you're going into a comic book movie. The comic book movie you're watching is not canon. It's completely different from anything that you've seen. So just go into it. Just go into it with an understanding that this is an alternate reality. Yeah, because I thank you for that. Because I also am noticing that with the change of the new um, for Marvel. Now we're into the multiverse saga and I'm seeing people going like, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, yeah, because it's different than the Infinity Saga. Mm -hmm. It's totally going to be different because there's no way we can continue it because one, Captain America is gone. Tony is unalived. Apparently rumored Mm. he's going to be coming back in some way. Thor is somewhat done. It's like the thing about it is the 
folks from and you know and we do not have Chadwick Boseman and I don't want to cry about this again um so it's like a lot of the folks from the um Infinity Saga are not going into the multiverse that we it's like it's a change of the guard literally mm-hmm. and we you have to be okay with that like with you're getting with, new Avengers like you're, getting, like you're getting brand new Avengers we're getting the folding in we're getting a new villain in Kang and yes honey we are getting Shang-Chi we are getting different people and yet we gotta let them in because it's like us admit like honestly I I will tell you before the third Ant-Man, I just watched the first one because I had only watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm like, this is so fun. Y'all yeah. take this seriously. The only thing the third one needed is that homeboy who tells like very long, he gets very, mm-hmm. takes a very long scenic route from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And also T.I. is not in this movie, but it's kind of like you look at the movie, like you can understand why they're not. It's like no, it wouldn't make sense in a plot. We just have Plus, to like. We don't know what's going on with him and his um allegations either. So correct. it, it might have yeah. been tested. Yeah, it's know. like, but if they might is like, like none of like Ant Man's buddy characters, none of them are in this movie. So because it wasn't just Ti, but I can kind of see why they didn't bring Ti back. It's like, yeah, right now you you gonna have to chill for just a uh, um minute. But um DC, if y'all can still green light this movie with Ezra Miller. With everything that has been documented and in the news, and y'all still said, you know what? We're good. Um, y'all canceled Batgirl, but kept that Flash movie? It was like, so there was a guy on TikTok who had said, I hear you saying, but y'all should just go watch the movie anyway, because what about all the people who worked on this movie? Hey, hi, hello. All the people who worked in the movie have already been paid. Money's in the bank. They don't care. If so I am I'm, the t- if I am the um key grip on the Flash movie, I've already been paid. I agree and disagree. My only thing I disagree on when they cancel certain things, and I and I don't necessarily mean the Ezra Miller one because this, it's a completely different situation. But when I look at like um Batgirl, I actually wrote an article about this, like can- why canceling Batgirl was such a big mistake, is because you're gonna have people who did the score for this movie, who did the uh like the costume designs and things of that nature, who now aren't going to be able to get the recognition for like the work that they've done. Mm, so okay. I understand it from that point. But like you said, if these people are already paid to to, uh, to some, it's like, hey, I already get I already got my check. And who's to say that they don't they're not able to keep said portfolio? So because they can, because it's like it's still being greenlit, and we're going to get it. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. It's like he's a problem, but still go see the movie. I'm like, yeah, the the work that's in this movie, the people who have already been paid, you're gonna, it's out there. It's it's out there. The people who worked on Becker, it's not out there. They still got paid. Don't get me wrong, but still, it's like we don't get to like you don't get to showcase their stuff. Yeah. So it's like don't it's like. The thing about it is to actually go, yeah, I get he's a problematic person and he did some really gnarly shit, but think about the key grip is like weird to me because literally I did not hear y'all doing this with Amber Heard at all. Well, Y'all didn't say jack shit about that. Y'all are not going, oh, we don't like, no, get rid of the movie. Y'all didn't say get rid of the movie. Y'all got rid of her. Y'all weren't saying, oh, no, I mean, I get it. But, you know, we need her in the next movie. Y'all were like, we don't need her. Y'all don't need fucking Amber Heard. We don't need her. 
I was like, seriously, if, if it's going to be like, think about all the people involved in the movie, y'all should not be, y'all should not have had a petition about Amber Heard. And she is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But guess what? So is Johnny Depp. I'm finding out that I didn't know that he was abusive as well. I didn't know he was abusive as well until um, I started looking into it more. I'm like, oh, so he was a whole piece of shit too. So yes. So that when that whole um trial was going on, and I was like, so I'm listening to this, like, so here's the thing. I get it. It seems like on the surface, Amber was more physically abusive, Johnny was more verbally abusive. But the question you need to ask, what the all the um audio and video that they had, they got it from her. Riddle me this, Batman. Why would she be recording him? Well, I can answer that question. Um, and this is something I've said on my show, and it's something I've said um to people in person. Um, there are three things that rule this world, and it's and the acronym is MAP: money, arrogance, and power. People do things because they think that they can get away with it. So in that situation with Amber Heard and the way she was and recording all the stuff like that, like she, and I'm not saying this is the case, but it could just be a matter of like what are you going to do about it kind of shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll record it. It's not like it, not like you're going to fucking do anything. You're a punk. You're a bitch. You're a this. You're a that. And da, 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 da. So people do a lot of stuff thinking, like, they're not going to get caught. Like, look at all the um idiots who um get caught from the cops because of, like, their Instagram story. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, we caught you because you recorded this. But it goes away or it's mine. It's like, yeah, you're still an idiot for recording it. Like, you know what I mean? So if people do dumb shit because they think they can get away with it. Okay. I, so I think it's a little bit of that, but I think it's also because Johnny was abusive to her. Absolutely. And I think that's what it was, because I think some of the stuff that she said he did, she had no proof of. And that was the issue. So basically it was her word against his. So like, let me start setting this up because everybody thinks I'm fucking lying on Johnny Depp. So it could be, it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? But also they think I'm crazy and that he does not do these things mm-hmm. because it, the, and the bad part about this whole, that whole case <clears throat> was not about abuse. He sued her because she said that he was abusive in a, in a magazine. That is why he sued her. Not because okay. she alleged anything, but because you actually talked about it, which is a very dangerous precedent where we're giving to victims male and female by the way it's like wait a minute i can't like she never said who it was and also he lost in the uk he actually was found liable in the uk here he was not it's some it seemingly canceled each other's out but it's like he just asked for more money but it's, it was like yeah he didn't really win when he just asked for more money than she did yeah. so it's kind of like it, it says the president is like, I can't speak about my experience without my alleged abuser actually suing me for this. And people really thinking he had a case. She is lying on him. She had never said his name. She's saying his name. You're saying your name now. People just put two and two together. In cases like this, it's never about um, what actually happens whoever has the best lawyer and whoever like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it was johnny De- but it's like also when you look at it like watching that that case was wild because it was like y'all didn't y'all are taking a few minutes to redact things y'all didn't do this before are we redacting things now it's like wait a minute hold up y'all y'all didn't think about redacting stuff 
because it was like they're like we got to redact names and email addresses before they show it like y'all didn't think about doing this before y'all got to court today like they would stop for like five ten minutes yeah well they don't necessarily like it's you know how it you know what it is <laughs> I, I do but y'all that has been the top 10 biggest problems with dceu and i feel like they all kind of some of them contradicted themselves because it wound up to do like Marvel girl, but you just said, okay. Um, but there's, I enjoy having these nerdy discussions, blurdy comic bookie. He has on his, um, Cape discussions with old man, Wade. It is always a joy. Old man, Wade, please tell them how to find you, how to find the show and all, all of the things, all the things. So the old man Wade show officially came back last week um, as we're recording. Oh, well, this week as we're recording, I took a brief hiatus. I just needed some time to figure out whether or not I was even going to do the show anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took some time off. I, uh, my home, my home, shout out to my homeboy, um, extra mentals who did the um, intro, who also has a song out right now uh, called and I'm I'm actually mad at myself for not actually knowing the name off the top of my head because it's a really good fucking song. Um I'll get I'll get to the song in a second. But um you can find the old man Wade show wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be going back to SoundCloud because you know fuck it why not. I'm on I'm on the old man Wade show is on YouTube as well but I just I don't know why I don't promote it more but it's on YouTube. Uh you can also find me on old man Wade com on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me on bamsmackpow.com. I'm a writer on there discussing all things nerdy so if you like me on here then you probably like me on there you can also 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 <laughs> find me on the bam bam underscore um i should make sure i get it right uh bam underscore smack underscore pow on instagram where i post a bunch of like nerdy pictures uh links to all the creators on that website where we talk uh just a bunch of like nerdy media stuff like um, and each day this year has been a new character of the day. In March, I celebrated Women's History Month with a new woman fictional character every day. Like today's was Celine from um, Underworld. Uh, mm-hmm. And yesterday, I believe, was Stella Moon. So, like, it's fun over there. I do some surveys. I do all sorts of shit. I am all over the goddamn place. <laughs> I love it. I love this for us. So it, it's it's fun. I love coming on here and talking nerdy shit too because it's also fun to talk to somebody who doesn't read the doesn't like necessarily know all the comic books, but also appreciates that there is source material and doesn't go and like you know what I mean. You're not like some people just go, well, I don't need to know this. But it's like it's like no, you don't need to. But you actually like hearing about it. So I I I, I, mean, I, I and I fucks. Fucks, I, I fucks with you heavy just because you're a good person. So there's also that. That's gonna make me cry. Try not to cry, y'all. Um, but wait, there's no thought... crying in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, thank you so much for joining. As always, please, 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 if you are like, wait, I don't want to stand comic books. Listen to old man, wait, listen to my girl Charmaine. She is making the trek. She's been coming, man, coming my international um Charmaine boo. Um my main squeeze. She is being international. You listening to Brandon and Why So Serious. Listen to Kendrick, um, Reality Comics too. It's like listen to some black blurdy people. Go if you're like I have no idea where these blurdy podcasts are. Go to podcastingcolors.com. Barry is the shit. This is a lot of work to to get actually 
um, to compile all of the blurdy and black shit and black and brown shit that is out there. So we are, they're out here. I, I feel like I'm a blurred by association, but I'm not blurred. I guess my blurred is not comic books. My blurred is something else. Um, it's still but, a blur. It's still a blurry thing. Brandon, Brandon and Hobby bring up the point that we're all we're all nerds in certain things. Like just because it doesn't isn't necessarily related to comic books or movies, we all have a blur. We all blurry about certain things. Like and like you know your thing could be uh, movies. Your thing could be um, uh, reality TV. Like something that you really like. Oh, you know, I'm definitely nerdy for. about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, you go, if you go hard for it and you really break down, like you know the directing and like you know, like the way things go, you can find some blurtiness in that. True. See, look at that. He encouraged me. I'm in the blurty sphere. Blurtiverse. I'm in the blurtiverse. That's it. The blurtiverse. I. Oh my god, I have so many ideas. Okay, but y'all, this has been the Mocha Madness podcast. I will be back. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Said black people down there don't even know what country they come from. So. Do me a favor, go back and watch that entire video because, you know, sis was in her bag when she made this TikTok. But it baffles my mind that people, excuse me, Black people throughout the diaspora have a very, very distinct issue knowing what the difference between race, nationality, and ethnicity is when it comes to Black Americans. I'm especially confused because... The only difference between someone from the United States that is black and Canada that's black or Mexico or the, all of Latin America, you know, the only difference is where the boat took us. That's crazy. What's even more wild is she's trying to attack black Americans, unwarranted, by the way, by saying we don't know what country we come from in Africa. We already covered, you know, this whole slavery thing in, in, in the video that I'm stitching. But that's wild because when she was asked, okay, so where's your family from? She said, oh, I'm African and Caribbean. Okay, cool beans. Where in Africa and not just your country since you want to talk all, all this shit? What tribe are you from in Africa and, and what country that was colonized in the Caribbean are you from? You know, when they picked your ass up in, in Africa and took your ass to an island. You know what? Let me just, I'm going to just end this here because there's really no reason for me to even, even intellectualize this stupid shit. Y'all just want to attack us. And I get it. It's because we're from the United States. I get it. Everybody hates America. But if you're going to hate America, at least try to be smarter than us. Because you're not succeeding. <laughs>